0: Dalton. That's my name.
1: Bro, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. You are wait, is this guy older than you? He looks young. So he looks like he's four years younger than me. I'm three years younger than so you. So you're older than him.
0: I'm older than him. Alright. Dang. That must be his like that must be like his graduation picture
1: or something. think like his mom may take grad pics. That was one of them. I don't know, bro. He's uh he's had quite the the experience. He graduated from I want to give a shouty-touty to Dalton Drum, Man. the health and benefits
2: analyst at Aon. That's twice now that Dalton's got a shouty-touty at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Man,
1: I'm on a record, or this guy is. He's got a bachelor's degree from Michigan State University Already in economics. Successful. <laughs>
0: Already successful.
1: <laughs> Already. He works in the uh, health industry, uh, the insurance industry, health and benefits.
2: Whoa. Yep.
1: And he lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dude, I think you're the fake Dalton Drum. This
0: guy sounds better than me, man. I would take him. You look better though. I I know this guy. He's got a smile though. He's got some
1: good teeth. He's got he's some got good th- teeth. I'm about he's it. He
0: got some good little chompers on him.
1: I go like this. I cover his mouth. It kind of looks like you.
0: He looks like he doesn't have a chest, just like me too.
1: He's very skinny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I probably All, weigh more. Although than you have packed on quite a bit of muscle recently. I have been eating a lot. Shouty touty to the fake Dalton
0: Drum. I hey, hope you're doing good out there. Us Dalton's got to stick together. There you go. What's his last
1: name spelled like? One M or two? Two M's. Wow. Yep. I hope he treats you better than uh, my Matt Drum treated me on Instagram, but we'll get into that in a second. David, roll the intro. I'm Drum. I'm a Drummer.
0: I can't think of anything not inappropriate to say to him. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Welcome back, everybody. Week 37. That's 37, guys. That's 3 plus 15. 18 plus 7. 25 plus 4. 29 yep. plus 1. 30 plus 7. 37, guys. 37. 37 weeks of us nonstop. And as <laughs> always, we're your
1: hosts. I'm Drum. <laughs> and I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's supernatural, stories, and self improvement.
0: <laughs> I'm All right. Supernatural.
1: <laughs> All right. You said you met another Matt Drum? I did. I did. He lives in Australia. And I.
2: He's th- got a flappy arm.
1: Um...
0: He's got a flappy arm. That's not true. A he has a cute daughter
2: a floppy on no, it's actually a video i need to send you about yeah. cody co talking about the true meaning of the word savage oh, oh
0: dude this guy was crazy
2: oh is it, he like
1: went and fought a shark or something like that or oh my
0: god i died
2: he so hard he jumped into alligator so infested funny. waters yeah to impress a girl
1: yes 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 i've seen that what does
2: he talk about a floppy arm what does he say that because uh he's like i got out of the water and it was just me and I had this floppy arm. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I went through this period of my life where I wanted all of the Matt Drums in the world. I wanted to make a huge group chat and just like kinda like talk and like hang out with each other. Um, we so follow I f- another Matt Drum. So I found one Matt Drum. He's dope. No, that's William Drum. So I found one Matt Drum like and William. he was super cool and like I followed him and he followed me back. And then I commented on one of his uh he had some fitness posts and I was like, Keep up the great work. He's all thanks, mate. And then I was like, hell yeah. And he so he said then, that through the Instagram. Yeah, that's literally what he said. And I read it in an accent and everything. Wow. And then he was like, uh Yeah, probably
0: sound the same, so it doesn't matter.
1: And then he posted something else. And like I like we would comment on each other's stuff and then one day, like, I don't know. He just decided he don't want to be a part of my life anymore.
0: Probably realized you did CrossFit. He
1: blocked me. So. I literally can't can't find him on Instagram anymore. I'm very sad about it. Oh, he straight blocked you. Yeah. He straight blocked me. I wonder
0: what you did. You, you had to like do something. Nobody just blocked somebody for nothing. I
1: don't know. But anyways, so that is my story of me trying to unite the Matt Drums in the world. And it if there didn't are any, work. if there are any other Matt Drums out there and you think I'm a decent guy and you want to get in contact.
2: So what was going through your mind yesterday when Dalton, whenever you get mad at Dalton, he just kept going... Whoa, Wario! Bring back Mario! Oh yeah, he did that to me
1: today. Uh, I
0: do it every time you get frustrated.
1: I don't know where it came from. I don't really understand it. Whoa, uh, whoa,
0: whoa, Wario! Where's Mario? <laughs> okay.
1: I think it's kind of funny, but it's also really stupid. So I don't know.
0: Okay, I'm just letting you know that's the first time he's ever laughed at that. Other whoa. times he just gets mad.
1: I just don't. I don't respond. I just continue doing whatever. He doesn't he know
2: what because he don't. It's from Big Mouth. And it's just, I was watching it, and it's about, like, 13-year-old going through puberty and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's playing Fortnite, and he's going through his changes, so he's super mad at his parents, who's, who he's usually got a really good relationship with. So he turns around and yells at his dad. The short one? Yeah. Yeah. He turns around and yells at his dad, and his dad's like, whoa, Wario. <laughs> Bring back Mario. And I loved it. So funny. I told Dalton about it.
0: David told me the first thing he did when he walked in. Didn't say anything. He just goes. Whoa, Wario, Bring back Mario! <laughs> and I was like, "What? Okay, I love that." Where do you hear that from? I, I didn't I didn't watch that last season, of Big Mouth. So
1: I haven't seen anything past. I couldn't get into second it. Second season,
2: it's like it's all right.
1: Mm-hmm. No, 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 no! It's no. not amazing. I'm, th- I'm thinking of F is for Family. No, I've watched all I have all, seen I've the second season of F is for Family. It's fu- but I've never been into like Family Guy or South Park. Like, I've never like I've always watched it if it's on. But I never like I'm not big on going out of my way to like watch every episode or even like the, the only one
0: I could rewatch is probably just Rick and Morty. Yeah. I could absolutely. rewatch those seasons over and over. Because there's again.
1: enough of like a complex storyline going on yeah. underneath everything
0: to keep me interested. And plus there's so many like little like hints to like this Rick isn't really the same Rick and this Morty isn't the same Morty and there's all these different universes. They just there's a lot of like
1: a lot to keep you interested in.
0: Yeah, a lot of theories going yeah. around. Yeah, Just makes it fun to watch
1: yeah definitely definitely, dude dalton what's up man what did you see on the tv screen when he walked in from the gym today donkey Kong country how did that make you feel nostalgia bro
0: that it for some reason that game is one that i one never played always watched matthew play and fell in love with it i love that game i suck at it and it pisses me off so i can't play it <laughs> but uh, it's definitely just one of those games that just makes me happy to watch. Yeah, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll still gladly sit down like we did for like I think almost an hour. We just watched you play. Yeah, and I was
2: totally cool with it. Yeah, dude, that game takes me back. Yeah. Takes me back. And you still so,
0: remember some of the shortcuts too?
2: Uh huh. I it's remember crazy. a lot of it. He remembers all of the shortcuts. I was very surprised that five-year-old Matt could figure a lot of those out without having to look up on the internet.
1: Yeah, I wasn't allowed on the internet nor do i think we even had a computer at the time that i had this game but uh i I think i just like i spent a lot of time running around and jumping and i accidentally found these things and then i think honestly once i found out that walls could be broken through for different layers of things i would just literally find barrels and carry them to these different parts of the walls and just see which ones worked and then just go in i feel bad
0: for people that don't get to experience the development and like I feel like our generation has really seen games just grow.
2: You mean people that put in the secret shortcuts and put in all these extra things, all the programmers? No, no, no. Like, just
0: like our our generation in general gets to experience games. Like, the game I'm playing now, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima, that game compared to
2: freaking Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country.
0: Like, we got to experience every, like, just a 2D platformer to a 3D platformer to, like, every type of, game there is like we we grew up with it and it's just what we do when we want to just relax and have a good time right but there's some people that just grew up with fortnite you imagine just growing up just with fortnite and only playing multiplayer games like
1: massive multiplayer like like shooting games
0: i i just don't it doesn't get me it doesn't get me but like i just think it's so cool that you know we got to experience the super nintendo and then the nintendo 64 and GameCube and the ps1 the ps2 the ps3 the ps4 you know
1: yeah but at the same time i feel like they're gonna have that same conversation with okay it was started with fortnite but then now okay we have the vr headset right because there's that going around so everybody's getting that and then it's gonna be you know the full body suits and it becomes completely interactive like the way that technology is going and honestly like their experience is different in the fact that like you may understand this better than i do and, and you too david but like Streaming and Twitch and finding these gamers that they like to follow. Like, I I have been on Twitch twice, and they were both for David when he was streaming playing Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Other than that, I don't go on there. So like, I will, I'll walk by Dalton's room and I'll have somebody on Twitch playing. Yeah. As he's studying or whatever. And like for me, my version of that is like I'll go to YouTube and I'll just like start a video of a like a lecture or something that I've been wanting to watch, and I'll let it play as I go and do my thing. But You know, that's just kind of like, I feel like that's the difference of our generation. So while we experienced the drastic in changes of graphics and and different styles of gameplay from, you know, 2D platformers, 3D to open world, now to VR, other people are experiencing it in, you know, different ways to play multimedia player games. And now it'll be to VR and then VR multimedia uh, games and stuff like that, you know?
0: I think, I just like, it makes me sad because I'm like, it's just, it's so cool because we were, we were so close to the beginning of video games that it, to me it's like exciting to see how fast we develop, but some people are just growing up just playing Mass Effect at like seven years old, and I was like, first of all, it would be awesome to experience Mass Effect when I was younger.
1: I also think that that would fuck my brain up. Oh, man. That game's twisted, right? What's the other one that you always try and get me to play? Bioshock. Bioshock, that's what I'm thinking. Of. I would never
0: play Bioshock. That one's terrifying. That game is just difficult. I don't understand how it works. I can't get past the first part where you're in the hotel, and nothing makes sense to me.
2: Well, why don't you talk, why don't you talk about Ghost of Tsushima then? Oh it's my god, so beautiful!
0: I have been waiting for this game since it was announced. I was like, okay, a samurai, and you just get to like kill Mongols all day. I was like, this seems like a dream come true. And plus, I never knew. I got to research a little bit more on it, but. I never knew that you know, like the Mongols actually did attack Japan. I didn't didn't know there was a thing. I thought that that they were like just forgot about them or something. But no, that was like a whole thing. They came from China and attacked Japan. Crazy. So uh, yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, I put how many hours do you think I put in so far? Maybe maybe a full day's worth, like twenty four. But you
2: showed this to me earlier, and you were doing a really good job at telling me what engages you so much about it
0: oh okay so i actually watched this video last night and it talks about the dynamics of the way your character fights so these are different stances that weren't exactly used um back then but they had to like develop it make it more interesting to look at because usually samurais didn't move around they stayed stationary and fought and they, they everybody would run around them but they would stay in one spot and fight around it so for a samurai to be moving in like that and stuff, it's not really realistic as one of the guys that's like a historian talks about samurais and stuff and was watching the gameplay. But what was really cool is like, you know, it's, you, I don't know how to explain it. Like just, they have, you know, the water stance, the stone stance, the wind stance and the, what was the last one?
2: Rock. Rock. Or stone. No, I no. just said
0: stone. There's one more stance. It was, But they're all meant for, meant for like different ways of fighting. And it's just super unique. And the whole fighting experience is, like, super fun. But the the best part is, is, like, how extremely beautiful the game is. Like, you've experienced that, too. Where it's, like, it's on a whole new level, honestly. it's The first of all, it was The Witcher for the longest time. And then it went to Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. like, took it right off the bat in the first, like, five minutes of the game.
1: Yeah, but Last of Us 2 is also absolutely, like, a beautiful game. And what's cool... What's cool about Last of Us, too, is that, like, a lot of it takes place on the West Coast. So, in the first one, you kind of travel from East Coast to Central of America. Yeah. This one, a lot of it takes place in the West Coast. So, it's, like, landmarks that we've seen and are familiar with. But it's in that, you know, apocalyptic era. But, like, all of the leaves are beautiful. You know, you can kind of tell when people, like, uh, developers will, like, copy and paste like a bush like a thousand times. Yeah. It, it, i didn't see any of that monique pointed that out she's like no there's none of that like every bush is like you can tell it's individually made like it's like super- texture differently yeah like, and then yeah. even like when it's raining it's like you could see the the beads of water like, it's just absolutely and, like, did you beautiful. see that in
0: ghost Tsushima where yeah. like the first scene or the, for the first part of the game the one of the guys um is about to like die and you see like his sweat Going down his face, it yeah. just it, it looks so it like it was a little weird because it looked really real,
1: but man, it's
2: so beautiful. It and blows then, my mind. And then
1: you know you get the Japanese like landscape and the colors that you get in Japan and the flowers and the my trees. Fav- my
2: favorite part that you showed me was just looking at this uh, mountainscape, and then he pulled out his my flute, his flute, flute. and Dude, he just started playing. I yeah. started jamming,
0: bro. That game, I that. That game is giving me the same type of satisfaction that Skyrim gave me. Oh, okay. Not as much loot, not as much, like, you know, Nordic culture stuff, but I've always appreciated Nordic culture and, you know, like, the uh, Japanese mythology. So it kind of dives in with the Japanese legends and stuff, and you get to do these legendary missions and collect these certain armors and sword sets and all this stuff. Oh, my God. I am literally in heaven. I freaking love that game. And I got the game the second day it came out. Because I didn't know it came out. I forgot. So it's amazing. But that, The Witcher, and Skyrim, I think, are becoming, like, my top three yeah. best games I've played. But you know what game didn't impress me at all? Assassin's Creed. Assassin's oh, Valhalla? Creed, Valhalla. It looked terrible. The voice acting was mediocre. I couldn't even stay interested in it. You left halfway through. Yeah, yeah.
1: I did, like... The fighting di- like the fighting dynamics of yes. it, like the axe throwing was pretty fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, it's,
0: it's brutal for sure. But it's it very. Ju- it brutal. It just kind
1: of looked like another Assassin's Creed. Like it didn't look.
0: It looked like another Assassin's Creed. Also, it doesn't feel like an assassin game. Like if you play that game, you're like, oh, I have to sneak around. You're like, that's not. The, yeah, that's, that's not what Vikings not, do. Yeah. Like that's just weird. Yeah. So I mean, you could consider it being more like, like. From the Vikings Ragnar, you could sit it more like him because he was always kind of like sneaky and fun and stuff like that. But even then, it just doesn't. I'm still going to play it. That's the thing. I'm still going to love the game, but it just doesn't give me the same sense of like, man, like this is like, it, it won't give me the same sense as Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. You know what I mean? Like it won't be the same. It'll still be fun, but it just doesn't look pretty crappy, to be mm. honest, compared to what I've been playing. Yeah. You know?
2: But I I think that raises the question of, are video games a viable educational source?
0: I mean, I've heard stories, man.
2: So, like, you have Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That's teaching a lot of people about the Japanese folklore, Japanese history, Japanese culture. Same with God of War and Norse mythology. And the original God of War and Greek mythology, Assassin's Creed Valhalla.
0: Okay, can uh, I be honest?
2: Pretty much the whole. I remember you telling me about you know, or someone telling me when they were rebuilding the Notre Dame Cathedral. Uh huh. They used Assassin's they u- Creed.
0: Yeah, they use Assassin's oh, Creed they to really? rebuild it. That's cool because Assassin, because those the people that b- make those games. Yeah, you got to go out there. They and go make- and they take pictures. They want everything to be super accurate. It's just like that kid that got lost in Italy. Yep. Played Assassin's Creed, uh, one. Played Assassin's Creed two. And knew how to get back to the center. You know, how to get back to this certain fountain. Yeah. And he went through all these, like, places, little, like, uh, alleyways and stuff, and found his way back. (laughs) And all because he played Assassin's Creed. Dude, kids are smart, man. There's another kid that uh, played a lot of Call of Duty and knew how to work a gun and saved his family. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, it's happened years ago, but, yeah, like, ridiculous stuff. And, like, for me, the first time I ever got an A on a test, first time I ever got 100%, it was, like... Third or fourth or fifth grade, one of those two, and I was, uh, we had a test on the American Revolution, and I've been playing uh, Age of Empires Three, which is you know about you know the Revolution, uh the types of warriors like it's just it's a big strategy game, and I have been playing that ever since I was you know ten or something a long time uh or nine or ten, and so the test came up, and that was the only test I ever got a hundred percent on. Because I just knew everything. And I didn't study. I didn't know anything like that. But I just knew the history. And I just loved it because of the video games I played. So, and I think I've learned majority, like, Assassin's Creed Origins. I learned so much from that game, you know, based on just, like, the, like, Egyptian mythology. You know what I mean? Like, it just taught you so much. And you just got to be engulfed in the world. I think it's really cool. That's the best way I think I've learned is by just playing the video games and just playing it an ungodly amount just to really learn.
1: Uh, yeah, I do think they're educational, but I also think it takes the type of person to actually pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. Because I don't pay attention to what's going on most well, of you, the time.
0: Well, you just, you, you play to get through the game. Yeah.
1: Like, there's a mission, finish. This is actually something I've been working on because I never really noticed it until you pointed it out. When I play a game, it's like, I start here, and then they introduce the main goal. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right. That's what I need to work towards. And then when I don't get there, it bothers me that I haven't completed my task. So I continue to just grind away at that. And then by the time it's over, now there's all of these other side quests that I haven't touched. and But because they're all like geared towards the main goal and I've already accomplished that, I don't want to play them anymore.
2: Yeah. But then you miss out on possibly the greatest side quest of all time. Which was from The Witcher. Yep. I don't, I know which
0: one I'm talking about, but I don't really remember it. There's one side quest where, like, not really your girlfriend, but a woman you like goes to sleep. And you still want to party.
2: And you're you're back at your, like, ancestral home. Yeah, and with, you relate to your, this hardcore. With your I brothers mean, in arms.
0: Yeah, with your brothers in arms. And you're like, you know, let's drink a little bit. Get completely hammered. Smashed. End up in a dress in a forest trying to get these, what, what was it like? Sorceress. Sorceresses to come and party with you guys. You
1: play I've never with them. Yeah, it was, <sighs> ugh, bro. Is w- there an option to like go to bed early? Because I think I did that one. Probably. Oh. I probably did that and not that one.
0: Oh, dude, you got stuck in like this weird like wormhole thing and then you had to go through this like magician's forest and then try and. Dance with them, or fight them, or something. I forget what it was. Oh dang! No, I didn't Ridiculous. do that. Was, and then you woke up on a tree, and it was just amazing. That like, was no, amazing.
1: Yeah, no, I I didn't do that one. I I guess I must have been like, all right, you know what? I got a
2: big day tomorrow. Because the woman tells you, hey, tomorrow's important. Don't stay up too late. And you must have listened. And I must.
1: To her. I I it was probably like, you know what? If I keep drinking, it's somehow gonna affect me tomorrow. So I'm just gonna call it quits.
2: Yeah. 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 But you also, you know. You would think you probably did that to listen to this woman, but you were you played it and you slept with everyone. I did,
1: I did.
0: That's the funnest part. Including in Mass Effect, you just sleep with everybody.
1: Yeah, and then in like um, Assassin's Creed Origin, you can do the same thing. And what's funny is like for me, it was like anytime somebody was like slightly interested, I'd be like, "All right, Cassandra, hundred percent, let's do it." But Monique was like all picky when she's playing. She's like, "Oh, I finally like Cassandra have sex." I'm like. Fucking like <laughs> tyrants? Are you serious? Why are you and holding she's your all, back from that? So yeah, she goes. Cassandra deserves a doctor, and so that's what she got. She doesn't deserve a blacksmith or or this woman. She goes. This one girl really wants it. So, but this doctor was interested, and I let it happen. And I'm like, okay, God, like <laughs> <what> the hell? <laughs> that's awesome.
2: But is it the video game research that they do? Dalton's made some arguments towards it being like. Yes, you should treat it as viable information that can teach you reliable history. Now, now can it teach you insurance or, information? Or, or, no, or but cultures, or cultures. Yeah, like you just understand or traditions things. and stuff.
1: Yes, I know. I mean, absolutely. Like it is educational, especially because if it's an entertaining game, you're going to be encapsulated, like encaptured in it, right? And you're just going to want to play it. And I think if they put puzzles in that cause you to know certain things about the culture.
2: Then yes, even back to like Medal of Honor and the you know proto Call of Duties, we're teaching you about World War Two history. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: did you ever?
0: Um, yeah, I learned a lot about that through all the games we played.
1: Did you ever go to the computer lab when you guys were in in elementary school and you would play the little? Yeah. Versus games?
2: versus all the classrooms that have Chromebooks sitting in their rooms now.
1: Yeah. Did you ever? Yeah. Uh, did you ever play the one game where you were a robot? And you had to go through these, like, this, like, you had to go through the spaceship. Yeah. It was the only game I played. And that's the only game I played. Yeah, it was so much fun. And you had to go through, and you had to solve all these problems and stuff like that. And then. Yeah, I sucked at it. And, and, but, yeah, me too. But, uh, that, like, those types of games are, like, quote unquote, educational in the traditional sense, where it's like, you have math problems, you have to type out words, you have to do X, Y, and Z. But it's kind of one of those things where it's like, if you want to teach about like a culture or something else, I think it's better if you take the approach of like Assassin's Creed where your intent isn't necessarily to educate somebody, but the education of that person is happens along the way of your goal, which is to make them enjoy the game. Because I think if your intent is I need to teach this person about this, that comes out in the game, and you forget to think about things that would make the game frictionless and more fun and stuff like that, you know? Frictionless. Frictionless.
0: I believe that. I know one time I played, uh, I replayed Skyrim, and I did absolutely as many side quests as I can do before I started playing the main mission. Like, I didn't even go to the Jarl and nothing. I just went and did everything else. And then I came back to it, and then I beat the main mission, but I was like already level 45, and nothing was a challenge anymore. And I was like, this is nice. I had a great time doing this. Just having a good time, man. And I think taking time with your video games is is something that a lot of people probably don't have time for in general, but if you do, I think it's worth it.
2: What about the inherent nature of them? What does that mean? The way you play them and the way... I've more and more become a hundred percenter, for sure instead of the content of what them just the very act of playing video games do you think that's educational
0: wait can i ask you a question so when when like you get pumped to play a game that just came out like what is like okay i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna have like this snack this drink and i'm gonna just bang out a whole game and just enjoy myself the whole day do you have like like something that you think of like what you want as a snack and a drink and just like what's like your dream session
1: That sounds absolutely awful to me. Why? I don't. I can't sit still for that
2: long. Oh man! You've done that before. You've done that where you'll be like, oh, I I was, I had class all week, and I did this, and then Sunday I just sat and I played this game for six hours.
0: I've seen you play Assassin's Creed Odyssey for a good time.
2: I I've played
1: Assassin's Creed Odyssey for a while, but I don't know if like, but there's been like breaks in. I don't know. I would just want. Popcorn or, or Grill or something. Nah, dude. What's yours? You gotta
0: do the Honey Barbecue Fritos. Oh, alright. With the raspberry iced tea. Alright. Two of them. Two, two of, of them. the Two of the large, brisk raspberry iced teas. Okay. And you sit those things down, and you look at the screen, and you just grind. And you just have a great time. I think that's some of the most fun I've had is, like, just, like, you know, I think we're always so busy, and we always want to just keep doing things and keep doing things. But, like, I, I think it's just okay to just relax and that's that is definitely my my way of relaxing like i know we could always be watching movies and stuff but i have for some reason i have a hard time rewatching movies sometimes it's just I, i was like i already know what happens i don't care so when it comes to video games if you can have those video games that you can just just go do anything in that that's a lot more fun to me and just doing it for like at least i've done i've pulled out an 18 hour day for sure for sure
2: but even the, so I know someone where, like, they are a parent and they were vehemently against video games and they thought it just rotted your brain and they thought it didn't do anything for you. And one of their kids had ADD. But they and this maybe isn't the best example because they were so against that. But, like, they were like, oh no, if you're going to watch them, just sit them in front of the TV and put a movie on. And that'll be fine. But at some point, they changed their mind and got that young child, a switch and like that kid's performance and behavioral issues, behavioral issues disappeared. And the performance like was leaps and bounds above what it had been before. It's crazy because I mean, I don't know if it was because of the, the video games that they were now able to access and fill their time with instead of
0: it's, it's, I think it's that. And also like
2: the, the idea of video games is active engagement rather than passive engagement. I,
0: that and then uh, g- coming from a kid that like they're like no video games, you only watch movies. Like all the other kids in this class, I'm sure are talking about playing games.
1: Absolutely. So I have like, yeah, like there are people out there that are like no, like my kids aren't going to watch TV, they're not going to play video games. They're going to be outside. And all I think about is like that's great, but and like I understand that. And the good thing the and dad brings this up a lot where like Dawn and I we if you like, we, we talk about video games a lot on this podcast. Yeah. You can tell that it was definitely a big part of our bonding with our cousins and us together mm-hmm. and and all this stuff. You know, like, you saw my reaction when we were, I was playing Donkey Kong Country, and you saw Dalton's reaction when he walked in and my dad's reaction when he walked out of the room. Like, you could tell that that was always a centerpiece of, like, we could all come together and, like, enjoy this and try and beat this central mission together, right? I think that in today's day and age where we are reliant on online relationships, and this is something that I've been experiencing a lot more recently, is there are ways to stimulate and have – like nothing is new in this world, right? No ideas, no interactions. Nothing is new for the first time. They're just reinventions of old ways to do things. You know, Twitter is the new newspaper. Right, like Facebook is the water cooler, link or uh, L- LinkedIn's becoming the water cooler. But you know, it's like these things just like take on these new personas in this new medium, and so I think that people that are like adamant about like not letting their kids experience these things are actually doing their kids a disservice, because I don't know about you, but like I feel like when people bring up and talk about MySpace. I feel like culturally I missed out on something. Yeah. I can't talk about it. I don't know. I was on it for three months before anybody even, you know, before everybody switched over to Facebook. Now, Facebook, yeah, I can talk about. But also, too, like, there was a balance. Like, mom and dad didn't let me sit down and and do all this stuff. One thing I did play a lot of was RuneScape growing up. And, like, that was the one thing mom and dad really, like, allowed me to do because it was, like, I didn't talk to strangers. I wasn't on the phone with anybody. I wasn't giving out any information you know and i had to convince them to let me do that but you know it, it's especially in today's day and age being able to link up with your friends play online games of some sort have meet friends in other you know states be safe be smart but like that is the reality of today that is where we are at online gaming you yep. know
0: yeah
2: online presence
0: that's that's uh it's a whole new culture that's building up but i can understand that because i think including with me, is I've never been a big social media guy. I think me and you both, we're not very big social media people. We're on it, but we don't, you know, actively uh, post pictures or do stuff like that. But I feel like if I ever deleted my Twitter or my Instagram, you know, I, w- I feel like I would, wouldn't know what's going on in the world, you know, because I don't turn to the news. You know, I just I scroll through and I see what's happening. And I'm like, OK, so this is happening, you know. And all these issues and what's going on politically and stuff like that. You just – you get it on social media. I And for some reason, I think the news becomes like such a – I think we've heard so many good and bad things on the news. Like, oh, it does this, but it lies to you about this. And I, I've kind of formed a, an opinion not to trust anything.
2: That's what we were talking about the other day, me and you, about just how it's created this culture of doubt.
1: Yeah, always, always. Yeah, and I think even now it's kind of like, you know, um, I was telling Dalton, I, I was having a hard time a couple weeks ago, or maybe about a month ago now, um, of like these institutions and figures that I've grown up believing were the truth and had my best interest at heart and always wanted what was best for this country and its people. That's not the case, Mm-mm. you know? And... Seeing that and hearing that and reading that and really digging in and, and, and you know, like my professor used to say, looking past all the bullshit and really diving into things. It's kind of like, oh, damn, like, you know, let's take not just the rug out from under me, but like the whole yeah. damn floor. Yeah. You know, like nobody knows what's going on with Corona. How many reports have you seen? Report shows dogs have Corona. Report shows cats have it but can't spread it. Report shows that the sun and heat actually kills coronavirus. So we just gotta wait for the heat waves to come and we'll be good. Report shows that it, it that coronavirus can live for three weeks on metal. Yeah. Report show like like you like there's come just on. contradictory reports all over the place. You know what I mean? And it's like
0: And we're in the middle of summer right now. And it's like exactly and we're you know? the highest peak.
1: And so it's kind of like what do I believe? Where do I put my my trust in? if I can't do it on these institutions that I've really, really been like grown up yeah. individually yeah. believing in, right? Like don't take the rug out from under me, but it's like the whole damn floor. Like, you know, and, and so that causes this sense of like unease and and distrust for the government and these giant, you know, uh, funded organizations. I, I, think,
0: I think I started getting that, but I started like really like trying to figure out have you, uh, there's this thing called like the blue pages. The blue, you know what I'm talking about? It talks about like Area 51, and it has like all these records. Yeah, came out, came out. So I read that, and I read like not all of it, but a good amount of it, and I started like re- realizing there's so much, so many things in this world that we don't know. So mine came from uh, a paranormal, you know. There's uh, other things that we don't know aspect. That's why I started to like distrust. But how did you start like? realizing that you know your 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 view is being shaped how they wanted you to look because um. if, if and you can see it too like for like the news when reporters do stuff they'll face a certain angle so things look either super bad or super good like there's angles they can use to make things look that way so they make sure that you see that you don't see anything else around them it's all them in the camera they control what you see so how would that, like, How when did you start realizing that things maybe
1: weren't as real or true as they said it was? To be honest with you, it kind of came from when I really learned how to dig into a website and view the analytics and kind of draw... Source pages? <laughs> I mean, yes, but, <laughs> but draw... So there's people that I follow on like Twitter and other like social media platforms that are like, oh, I can, I, this client grew this much and this person did this much in revenue. And I learned how to kind of like track and see how many people actually visiting that website and through conversions and different like calculations, I can figure out how many visitors they get per month, how many, you know, how much revenue they're actually selling based off the price of their product with the visitors per month, right? Right. And it was always just substantially less than what they were promoting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, if these people who are promoting these like couple hundred dollar products are doing this, they're able to take this or take this sentence from a testimonial, which is taken from a comment on their blog post. So when you go to the blog post, ninety percent of that comment is ripping them a new one for their lack of, you know, yeah. ethics. But there's one good sentence, so they, they they take that, drop that sentence. They take the picture and they post it as a testimonial. And I was like, okay, if these people with these lack of resources are doing this, I mean, it you got to get it from somewhere, right? Like it's only a like it it only it's only a matter of time before it goes up to the top. And so then I think it was really it was really when all these like contradicting reports of COVID started coming out. I was just kind of like, nobody understands what's going on. And it like caused me like massive amounts of like anxiety. And so it was just kind of like, okay, I'm just not going to believe anybody. I'm going to do what I think is okay and what I think is right. And I'm going to move in the way that I feel is, is best. And is, is in the best interest of myself and the others around me. And
2: I'm just going to leave it at that. The problem is I think a lot of people have adopted that attitude with maybe not the best basis, yeah. But to also, believe in. Th- yes, because but- that's what people who don't wear masks are doing. Because they're like, I don't know who to believe, but I believe that I don't need to wear a mask, so I'm not gonna. Hey, yeah, I when mean, when in
1: doubt, mask it out, baby. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it doesn't affect. I just
2: have a problem if,
1: like, you know, like my thing is like, okay, I don't know if this. Do I think this mask is gonna stop the spread of corona? I do not. I don't know. But it's common courtesy at this point. I, I really have no idea. Like right? just I, I, I don't know enough about COVID and masks and, you know, the the amount of space between the linen that creates my mask like and how big the actual molecules of COVID are. Like, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. However, I know that there are people up there that are incredibly smarter than me that are saying, hey, this really does help. All right, I'll wear it. Do I think that they're being paid and funded by somebody on the back end? Probably. But... Also, at the same time, like, if there's a chance that it slows it down, it's, like, not that big of a deal for me to fucking put it on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's where it comes down to is, like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I don't trust the people telling me this thing, but I care about the people around me enough to put it on, you know? I agree. So
2: how does it feel to be nerdy fitness guys? Nerdy? You know, I feel... So I want to say this because when Rachel first started hanging out with everyone... She came around the gym a lot, so she'd tell her sisters about it. And she would tell her sister, she'd be like, oh, yeah, we just, you know, we hung out when we just played Super Smash Bros. a bunch, and we were talking about, like, these animes and stuff. And her sister would be like, no, that's that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not
0: CrossFit, really? Yeah. That's nah, weird. man, it's
2: like I mean, because the, the general idea, if you're, like, a gym rat, you don't are we play gym video game. I just
1: care about fucking protein. Okay, hold on. <laughs> build hold
2: muscle. on. What? <laughs> who's
0: who's a gym rat? Because, like, what? Like, what makes a gym rat a gym rat?
2: I think it's just. Okay, the...
1: hold on. There's a very important thing to like.
0: What is that? Like, contextualize I'm not thinking.
1: here. Rachel's sisters are both older. Okay, and they may not be. or the oldest sisters probably like much older? But she's thirty. Okay, so neither of them are like that much older, but. I think that like somewhere in in between our age and their age was this time where like stereotypes kind of stopped really playing a role in how we view things, you know, because like we we're all fucking nerdy as hell. Brandon doesn't shut up about his Minecraft server. He's And, 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 and I, <laughs> he I told gym. him the other day, like, he's, so he's making money off it. Yeah. So I was, I was like, hey, fuck me, whatever I think. You know what I mean? Like, you're making money off it. Good for you. Go team. You know? Like, hell yeah. Awesome. I can't do that. I don't know what the fuck that is.
0: Okay, that makes sense because I heard them talking about it yesterday. And
2: he's maybe the most traditional gym rat of the group. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, <sighs> but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, I feel like at some point, like, all these things that we grew up watching and we didn't bring up because you know of the stereotypes that you know the older classmen or the older individuals would like you know bring down it was just kind of one of those things where it's like you know uh now we're all at this age where it's just kind of like i don't know we just like find each other and it's like we all just happen to that place is like you just go
0: there i mean half the people we work with or we work out with our engineers at this point you know if you really think about it and they all love anime they all play video games you know like me and the coach we play smash brothers before class starts like it's just the most relaxed environment like there's there's no stereotypical gym rat anymore i think if you go to the gym a lot and you work out it, that's just i don't know that's just training i think I if you go to a as... commercial
1: gym there's absolutely <laughs> oh yeah boys walking around and stringers and all they talk about is you know their but diets. There's, not, there's
0: not a community at those gyms there's not like like, uh,
1: it's just smaller. I think there is, it just changes. I think the dynamics are different. I think I, our, like, I, I 24 do think our hour,
0: gym, I don't think we're, I don't think you can compare a 24 hour to our, to true. our gym at all.
1: No, but that's what I said is like, it's different. Yeah. It's, you're not going to get the same thing we are. And on granted, even in most other, like, you know, uh, CrossFit gyms, you're not going to get the, the feel that we have. Like, it really is a special place. Yeah. It really you is. know,
2: I just think complexity has become a much more common thing. And I saw that in the movie Smart. That was the first movie that made me really uh, confront my own identity with it. Where So the point of Smart, if you've ever seen, it's pretty much like Superbad. Mm-hmm. But in, in the sense of like it's the end of high school and they want to get to this party. But the main two are these two girls that are like, you know, they're like valedictorian and they're like the super smart girls. But they've hinged their whole identity on being smart compared to like the girl who's seen as the class slut or the soccer kid or all these other things and they find out like the last week of school cuz they're they're all super happy to be going to I think like Yale or something that the girl considered the class slut is also going to Yale the the soccer kid who seems like a dumbass and just plays soccer is going to Stanford and all this stuff and it's like they're all like, yeah, no, we had really good grades. We just, that wasn't our whole life. We had all these other things that yeah. we liked. And that had to, that made me come to terms because that's how I grew up. I, I was applauded for this level of academic success that started to become my whole identity instead of everything else that you like. Which, again, I think is people who become the gym rat yeah. hinges their whole identity on going to the gym. Uh-huh. And doesn't allow themselves...
0: To be, you know, the anime nerd
1: to be gamer.
2: three-dimensional. And, yeah. And there's
1: still people like that. Like, there's... That's not... Like, that is a real thing, you yeah. know?
2: Like... I've met people like that, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? And, and there's nothing wrong with it. I just think that, like, people find things that they really enjoy, and maybe they haven't felt that before, so they cling to it. And it becomes everything they think about. Everything they do. You know? and And... I, I'm guilty of it too. Like, I, I've been guilty with this for like multiple things. Like, that was my life with skateboarding for a long time, you know? And then, you know, and then now it's like weightlifting and CrossFit. And, and, but, you know, but at some point, you kind of have to take a step and have that realization of like, I am not a CrossFitter who is Matt. I'm Matt who happens to be a CrossFitter. You know, I'm Matt who happens to be a musician. I'm not a musician who is Matt. You know, and I, I think, think you see this a lot in CEOs, where they're like, "I am a CEO, I'm the founder of this company," and it's like, "No, you're Dalton, who's the founder of the best cybersecurity agency in the entire fucking world." Is that me? Is Elon? That me? Elon Musk doesn't even know how great I am.
0: Elon Musk only know what's up, dog.
1: <laughs> you know, but you, you get what I mean. I get like, it. I get it. Like, there, I feel like that's a switch that, like. You know, a lot of people don't make and I feel like a lot of people for a lot of times just find some like it's like
0: an identity crisis. It's like they don't they need something to cling to. They need something to, to help relate to somebody else with because it's it's considered the, the cool thing. Yeah, it's no. like it's like my need my want to have a chest. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I I honestly no, no, I, I think I, about it because I, I used to watch bodybuilders for years and years I don't know. and years. And all I wanted was just to have a nice chest. I'm, I'm getting there. It's it's, fucking work in progress, but I'm getting there. And it's like the first time I've actually gotten close to it. So I think that it was like, I just want it so bad. So now that I don't have it and I know I'm close enough to get it, it's like how I just, I just, I'm so close. I just need to get it. So I'm just grinding chest day, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, all day. Every day is just, I just want to get it. So I just go more and just work harder for it. You know what I mean? So you kind of, you want to see yourself a certain way. So you got to work for it. But also people want to talk about, you know, that lifestyle 24 seven. I don't think I can do that. But I think I, I can just understand where they're coming from. It's like, you see something and you want to look like that. You want to be like that.
1: I would also so too, like, to work for it. like you'll see people, they'll find a niche or they'll find something and, and they feel like that's their only connection to people. So they don't know how to talk about too many other things. You know, because they 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 fear that like, you know, you'll see somebody that it's kind of like their lifeline to somebody, and they'll be like, if I talk, I'm if, if I venture off too much, that person's gonna get it's uninterested. Like, oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. So like, if you talk to somebody, but you've had one experience with that person, but that person can't bring up any anything else except that one experiment experience with you guys. So it's like, oh, remember when this happened? Yeah, yeah. Remember what we did? You know, and like, it's like, okay, I like we could talk about other things.
1: Yeah. And and when you break it down, it's like it's that's somebody's desire to have a connection and they really, really want that. And maybe they haven't had it in the past or maybe they're going through something that makes it hard for them to feel connected with their their fellow human. And so it's like that's what they cling to, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, because because no, 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 no. we all go through it at yeah, some point. Yeah, I'll figure that out. I've ourselves. done it. Like I've I've found one thing. I did it a lot when I was like like really young. I remember finding something that I, I'd make somebody laugh, and I'd be oh, and then like it would just be like something that I would try and work in into a conversation to get them to like me. Like yeah. you know, it's just that's just kind of how human nature tends to go sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rachel sisters like that really did happen, you know, like we played smash brothers at the gym and we talked about anime all right we're gonna
2: take another round of sexpert's corner
1: all right you've come to the right place for all your sex questions all those deep burning desires that you just needed the answers to you've come to the right place we've got our sex (laughs)
2: so this is a segment where despite the name we don't actually really talk about sex that much we go through a different relationship problem that we find online and we respond to it we have our two
0: non-sex experts
2: (laughs) respond to this situation with their own take and hopefully you know some people walk away from this with some good advice yeah hopefully we'll see Maybe usually I don't not, but I, I mean, do trust myself most of the it's, time. It's it's fun to
0: listen to, you know what <laughs> I mean.
2: This one's not as intense as our ones usually are because, like a lot of them, the posters removed. Ugh, I people, hate it when they do that,
1: people leave your problems on the internet.
2: But I have the general gist and the main. When did you get that mouse? The main 1994. Name, that mouse. Mm-hmm.
0: No, they weren't made in 1994.
2: I know. The main gist of it is called a wire. <laughs> it's called my fiance's bridal party hired her very attractive ex to strip at her bachelorette party
0: my hold on say that one more time
2: my fiance's bridal party hired her very <laughs> attractive ex to strip at her bachelorette party okay so a woman's getting married okay woman's getting married and she has this ex that now works in that type of industry awesome and her. So, her maid of honor decided that while they were getting their bachelorette party, like yeah. they had talked, and the 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 groom was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna do that kind of thing. Like, that's not my vibe. Like, I'm cool without it." He didn't she, want to be a stripper. He didn't want to have that kind of bachelor party. Oh, he didn't want a stripper at the bachelor party. Yeah, okay. But she was like, "Well, I do." And he was like, "Yeah, fine, cool. Like, I get it. That's she part of how it is. Yeah, it's yeah cool. sure, it's dope." then her maid of honor went ahead and hired the fiance's ex who works in the industry who is a professional stripper to dance for their party uh, so wait yeah the way the way the guy yeah. hold on let me finish the way the guy found out was i the maid of honor posted on twitter and in like a very sly way said that they were hiring the X somehow like, Oh, got to keep it in the family or something like that. Got to keep it, got to keep it in the, in the circle. And the fiance liked the tweet and like replied with the, with the, you know, mark. a sly comment like, like a winky face or something like that.
0: Why not just call it? He, him?
2: once he found out, all he did was like the, like the post, which then got deleted. And then they deleted the whole thread. They got uh, into a fight, and Wait, she got... Hold
1: you're doing a weird job of explaining this. Okay. You keep saying fiancé. You need to say bride or groom. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm not sure which... Or, Is the uh, dude so yeah. the, girl? the maid of honor
2: posted on Twitter... Okay. ...saying, like, we gotta keep it in the circle or whatever. Uh-huh. The so bride her ex-boyfriend... ...liked the tweet, and... No, it's the bride's ex-boyfriend. The bride's ex-boyfriend.
1: The maid of honor... Goes on Twitter. Yeah. Says, you got to keep it in the family, which means I'm going to hire the bride's ex-boyfriend to come strip for
2: us. Who's a professional stripper?
1: The bride likes- The bride's
0: ex-boyfriend to come strip for the bride bride. that the date.
1: Yes. The bride likes the tweet giving her approval, right? Not the bride. Yes. The bride
0: likes the tweet. The bride to be. Oh, so this is her friend that hired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going
1: to give names, okay? All right. Here we go. I'm getting married. Okay. Yeah. Maid of honor. Yeah. Decides I need to hire ex-boyfriend to be the stripper for bachelorette party. Oh, fuck. So that hires to come strip for sees the tweet about keeping it in the family and likes it and likes it. Okay. see the tweet and then like, like, yes. And then it gets deleted. Yes. All 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 of it gets deleted
0: like oh fuck we got caught yes got it
2: so the a fight gets a fight happens between the between the man and and g- m- 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 yes and she got defensive and said it wasn't his place to say what happens at her party well um and that and that he could have a stripper at her at his party if yeah, he wanted yeah. yeah yeah he he said of course of course you i would have know happen. i don't want to and uh There have been multiple occasions where pushing the boundaries of fidelity with strippers that he has experienced just makes it weird.
0: Okay, so he's almost cheated on her with the stripper. No. Oh.
2: He's seen other people's parties where strippers are there and, like, dancing on the the groom. The guys take advantage. And he's like... Yeah, so he he's like not he's like so that. God, he doesn't want that. strippers.
1: Yeah, yeah. The no, groom, I get it. I get it. I the get it. I bride get it. wants to have a good time, I get it. and it just so happens to be her ex boyfriend. I, think, I that's think
0: super fucked up. The
1: maid of honor is, is a bitch a thousand percent wrong um, to even bring that in. Like, think about how many other strippers are out there. That's like, so fucked up. Yeah, that's there's fucked. no
0: way that he's the only stripper in that area. I know there's a lot of strippers in every area. And there's no way that he's the only one. I think maybe if they wanted to save a buck, that'd be cool. They, ha- they had to have not liked this dude that she was marrying to do this. They, yeah. 100%. Yeah, right? Percent. 100%. Yeah. They had to not like this guy. Because to bring the ex-boyfriend to dance half-naked on his ex-girlfriend and the dude completely... No- I, w- I would fucking be done. I'd be like, you want me to get married after you pull that shit? Hold on, figure out your shit with your homegirl first before we start doing this. Yeah, I think
1: the maid of honor is
0: there, in that's a thousand, lot of thousand percent of the, wrong. the main one. That's, yeah,
2: but the bride also like gave the approval, liked it, and was like all was for it.
0: Maybe, but did she really know? Like, it could be I, a sign of like, okay, I have all this going on. Okay, if, cool. You if like
2: that. if the ensuing fight, the main argument from the bride is you can't tell me what to do, what I can do at my party. Yeah
1: sounds like there's like a control issue going on where she doesn't want to be controlled and still wants to, you know, be able to do that. But then my question would be like, at what, how much do you, one, there has to be more going on here. If like, you're okay with this, like, why do you want to entertain this idea? And then two, like, why, why? why? Yeah. Why? why? Like, there's a literally like, millions of strippers in this entire world you can literally hire any other one and i wouldn't have a problem with it but there's this one that i have a problem with and like you're adamant about having it like something like what is Again, going on here
0: also this could have all been avoided why tweet why yeah it's I mean, it's that, like i don't know that social makes it media better, but no yes. it doesn't make it better at all but like this could have been one thing like a one night only like just dance on them, dance on her for a little bit that's it and like it would have been okay but like why do you have to tweet to purposely rub it in somebody's face?
1: But I think that goes back to your point where, like, they don't like this guy for whatever reason. Yeah,
0: they there's no way that they are okay with this marriage happening. No way. There's no way. God, that really – that's that's frustrating. Yeah, I, that's like, frustrating. I understand.
1: I understand her point where it's like it's my bachelorette party. No, of course. But also, at the same time, it's like, you know, there should be a certain level of respect and boundaries that are – you know either like communicated and understood you know like yeah. don't have your ex dance yeah, on you and, just you know bare minimum <laughs> like yeah not your ex. we're not asking a lot Bare minimum like <laughs> of course it could be a hot guy for
0: sure yeah. like i would want you to have i don't want you to have some flabby dude dancing with his you know stomach going in your face but yeah. like you know like have fun but also don't make it be your ex-boyfriend yeah that's yeah. just weird that's something that needs to happen it's not something that needs to happen yeah you know what i mean would you want uh, a stripper at your no bachelor party? That's just not how my are, you, are you
2: doing research right now? Yeah. I mean, for I'm a matron?
0: I mean, I'm not going to be doing charge of this, so it doesn't matter to me.
2: You want to do a quick improv? Let's do it.
0: All right. I'm a stripper. Just because I want to see how this mm. works. No, no, Can no. Can I get physically into this?
2: No. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> you are the bride-to-be. Okay. But you have no idea what's going on. Okay. You are the ex-boyfriend that was hired to strip without her knowledge and you've got a blindfold on and you're starting and you you have a blindfold on too and then at the same time you guys take your blindfold off in mid mid lap dance oh ready uh-huh ready
1: do I get do I get some time be- before we take the blindfold off or yeah oh, we can okay. start
2: we yeah so it'll start with the dance happening okay. and then you guys figure out when you take the blindfold okay. off
1: oh oh it's like that huh yeah you like that hard cock oh. <laughs> oh all right oh some some watchboard abs but there's what's this a flat chest uh, what I, wait, ho- hold wait, on hold on i know this, stop the music this, stop the music this third nipple wait wait
0: what Take no it, what is this it's a cyst <gasps> <laughs> josh
1: <laughs> Mackenda? <laughs> what is going- Why are you- Get what? off me! You hired me! I didn't hire you. I have
0: to do my job.
1: <laughs> Sit back and close your eyes. No, this is done, right? I love my fiancé. Jenna. Jenna, you hired me.
0: Jenna. Jenna hired Jenna. you? Yeah, Jenna hired me, and she isn't even talking right now because she's she's so- uh She- she told me that you were totally cool with this, and then she, I, she never really told me who I was dancing on. But the crazy thing is is she told me that I was going to be dancing on someone that, you know, I, I knew from a past time. And I was like, oh, okay, a cool friend, a cool friend from the past. You know, I'll just dance on him real a quick. A
1: past time, you knew, you literally have liked every single thing that I've posted since we broke up. Look, I'm just happy for you. Are you, though? I'm just happy for well, you. Well, you seem pretty happy for me right now. Well, dancing gives me a rhythm, okay?
0: It gives me something to go off of. You never gave me that. You never tried. You never
1: understood what I went through as a dancer.
2: I don't even know where the fuck to go with that. I'm a singer. I'm
1: a singer. I'm a singer. I'm a singer. I dance with my
0: voice. Your voice was wonderful. And I, you, we made musically beautiful love together. And you would dance. I would dance. And you would sing. And you would sing. And I would dance. And it was magical. And you knew it was magical. But you ruined it. You ruined it when you met Steve.
1: Steve. Why are you with Steve? I love Steve. What does he bring to the table? He has a real job. That's not
0: what Jenna thinks. Ask Jenna what she thinks.
1: Jenna thinks he has a nice chest, and this is all plot to get with Steve. Isn't it, Jenna, you fucking bitch? God damn it, Jenna. Insane. (laughs) That
2: worked out pretty well. That was okay. But okay, seems like we have a consensus on what you guys think about that whole situation. The
1: maid of honor shouldn't be the maid of honor. Music is love. (laughs) (laughs) Music is life. All right, everyone, we've made it this far into the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. And as always, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or leave us a comment wherever you do listen to this podcast. And as always, be safe, have a great week, and we'll see you guys next time. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.
2: the company